All right, guys, what is going on today? We're going to be talking about comfort and all of the abundance of comfort that kind of lives in and around us every single day. And comfort is going to be one of those things, guys, that starts to kind of lead itself into our lives over the next couple of weeks. And I think it's an important topic to kind of get on top of now. And an important conversation for us to kind of start thinking about how we're going to use some of the time that we might get productively. And there's two different ends to this. And I'm not going to talk too much about the coronavirus. I'm sure you guys are like me where you're kind of sick of talking about it. Um, if, if you want to know my beliefs, you guys are more than welcome to reach out to me. Um, but as a general overview, I do think that we're going to see, uh, you know, a significant bell curve here. So, um, you know, I anticipate the next probably uh, eight to 20 days to be a, a massive change and a massive disruption to our everyday life. I do assume at some point over the next couple of weeks that we will probably be in a situation where you are, for lack of a better way to put it, forced into, you know, mainly staying home, only going out for absolute necessities. Not a lot of people will be going to work unless you work for utilities or inside of the medical industry. And first of all, my thoughts and everything is going to go out to all of you guys who are working in the medical industry. Uh, I know it's going to be a very stressful time for you. I know it's going to be very long work hours. If you guys do work in the medical field and you or your family or your kids need anything, please do not hesitate to reach out so that we can start to organize things as a community to pull together to help you and your family out so that you can focus and you know do your best work over these these next couple of weeks. Um, so with that said, you know, anticipating that the majority of us are, you know, pretty healthy, pretty with it people. Um you know, there's been a lot of general sickness that has already gone around inside of the coaching staff. So we saw, you know, Andy get taken down. Maria and I have been down a little bit over the past few weeks. We saw Kristen Christmas. We saw Liz, um, you know, for, for lack of a better way to put it, like we, we don't even know. And this is the sort of the scary part about the lack of testing and super healthy people is this might have already come through. We might have already had the full experience of this. We might have already gone through the full, you know, incubation period into the disease, battled the disease and fought it off and won and not even know it and have, you know, full immune systems that are built up and ready to battle this. Um, You know, that's my that's my thinking optimistically with this. And if that is the case, and even if that's not the case, we still stand very ready with a really heightened immune system. If you guys are working out effectively, eating really healthy and sleeping, I do believe that you have done the hard work to be prepared for this. The only other things that you guys need to start thinking about is, you know, we need to make sure that we've got food. We need to make sure that we've got the necessities and we need to make sure that, you know, if you guys are taking any medications that you guys take the necessary precautions there. But I do think as the super healthy, as the people who might have already built up an immunity to this, as the people who are going to quickly build up an immunity to this when it does come. One of the most important things that we need to think about is how can we be leaders in the fight for our community? I think there's going to be a lot of people who are scared, a lot of people who are going to stay home. And this is a conversation that we had a lot when I was in the military is this mindset of there are people where if a war ever comes to American soil or if you watch people's faces who are 
you know, for lack of a better term, men, you know, women and children and innocents, let's just say innocent people, uh, innocent civilians who are trying to go about their day to day lives and care for their families. It is our responsibility to step up and protect those people. And that was what we always thought about in the military. Um, that was something that I took a huge degree of, of pride in, especially when I was younger. And now with a little bit more wisdom and foresight, it's something that I feel like I can do an even more effective job of as a leader in our community. And I think of generally as, as more of a leader and really well prepared to be a leader and help direct people and communicate effectively so that we can be a positive source, an engaged source during this time. I don't want to be somebody who, you know, tells our kids 30 years from now about the coronavirus pandemic. It's like, what'd you do? It's like, oh, it was crazy. You, me and your mom, we we sat in and, and played cards. Like we sat in and we binged watched Netflix shows. It was crazy. I'll tell you what, like it was crazy. People were buying toilet paper and we watched a lot of Netflix. Like, that's not the story I want to tell. I don't want to be somebody who is who is actively passive during that time. That's not what I that's not who I am. That's not what I'm about. And I, I think our community is above that as well. So when we start thinking about that, there's a couple things that I want to talk about with this. And number one, it's that comfort is going to come in, right? There is if we take away the health epidemic that's going on, there is this appeal to Hey, check this out. I got like 14 paid sick days, you know, 14 teachers are like talking about vacations they're going to take and all this stuff. And there is this little bit in the back of all of our minds that kind of goes, man, it kind of would be nice just to like shut down, have a little bit of time to just like not do anything like that sounds a little bit appealing. And I get that. But what that is, is that's the comfort voice. That's the have, you know, that's the have this cookie. You know, there's it's just one cigarette. It's that little devil voice that sits on your shoulder. It's that little desire to go to comfort instead of leaning into the obstacle. And what I want you guys to think about is if this is something, if you are a teacher, if you are somebody who has this opportunity to engage in something that will be more comfortable, don't take it. Don't be that person. That's not what an effective leader in a community does. We are better than that. Start communicating with your people about how you're going to get involved. What are the things that you can do? You know, I'm planning on organizing a food drive. I want to make sure that I'm there and providing daycare for our healthcare workers. I want to make sure that I'm helping them and their families. I'm bringing them food. I'm caring for the sicker elderly. I'm effectively wiping down food packages and dropping them off, making sure that, you know, I'm not infecting our senior citizens, but I'm also helping those communities. You know, whatever it is, if there's if there's medical tents, if there's things that we can go and do, if there's blood drives, if they need blood, they need healthy blood like that's step up, start instead of thinking about what Netflix show you're going to watch instead of thinking about, you know, oh, it's going to be so great to have this time off and just kind of lays around with my wife. I get it. That's sort of where our mind goes. That's that devil of comfort sneaking into us. It's it, But what that leads you to is sitting on your butt, coming out of those two weeks worse off than you were, because if you're not engaged with something, you're probably not working out. You're probably not eating healthy. Sitting on your butt watching Netflix is not an appropriate way to handle this. And we have to start thinking about the change as a local thing, a community thing. 
And there's a bunch of different roles in this. And role number one is if you're sick, you need to stay home. You need to battle this thing. You need to put yourself in the best possible situation. Sleep a ton. Drink a lot of water. Eat super healthy. Move a little bit. Go out and get some sunlight. There's a little sun peeking out today. That's your role. That's your duty at that time. And once you come around, which you will come around, I truly believe that you come around, you beat it, your immune system wins, you're strong as shit again, get out there and get in the fight to help this thing. In that time, you become the strongest person in our community. You've built up your immunity. You can effectively go sort of back into the front lines and be around people who are sick and not contract the disease again. And I get that right now we're sort of in this weird stage with testing. You're not going to necessarily know that. And what if I had the flu and now I can contract the coronavirus and all these things? I get that there is some worry there. And obviously we want to do all of that with, you know, a strong mindset and knowledge and information. And let's talk about if we are sick, if we do feel that where we can't get tested, but we do feel sick and we're not sure and we're kind of stuck in the middle and we do have to self-quarantine, we do have to stay home. We need to start mapping out what we can do to improve ourselves, to help our families, to move the ball forward, to come back stronger. I'm going to try to provide you every opportunity inside the friendship network that I can. Frequent podcasts book clubs so we can work on our mental development because that's the base of the pyramid. And you probably have been putting that off with the craziness and stress of everyday life. I know I have. I know that those times creep up and it's way easier for me to start looking at just day-to-day business and emails and all these little fires that you got to put out left and right and all this other stuff you got to deal with. It's easy to not read those two or three chapters of the book. But at that point, you don't have any excuse. Then we start looking up the pyramid. What's next? We have to eat healthy. If you guys are going out and grabbing food, frozen vegetables, frozen foods, grab a ton of them. Everyone's talking about canned food, this canned food, that. I don't think that's right. Frozen vegetables, start freezing some of your kale, start freezing some of your spinach, utilizing those things in smoothies with some of the fruits and vegetables. Grab fruits and vegetables that stay a little bit longer. Grab as much of that stuff as you can and start getting it prepped. Same thing. We can also go ahead and right now we can start to do the next week's prep Saturday, Sunday this week. We should be doing that. You know, rice, cook up some peppers, cook up some chicken, put it into some Tupperware. We got lunch and we got meals ready to go for the whole next week. We start thinking about food prep. It's not just, you know, slamming like we don't want to get a bunch of Chef Boyardee in a can. If we get to that stage, if we're three or four you know, weeks or a month or two months down the road as a healthy person, then we're going to have to start, start making some concessions probably. But if we get to that point, wouldn't it be better with having three or four weeks of really healthy eating under our belt? So that's our next stage is to look at how can I make the best healthy food choice options over this next little bit. So now you're the type of person where, okay, I'm, I, you know, I've had some sickness. So I'm going to stay home. I'm going to be smart. I'm going to let my immune system work. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to hydrate. Now I'm eating healthy. I'm reading a little bit. So I'm practicing some mindset stuff. I'm, I'm, I've got positive self-talk. I'm optimistic and hopeful about the future. Now we can start looking at, we're going to get outside. We're going to do a little bit. Of, we're going to walk our dogs. We're going to look at whatever the friendship workout of the day is or workout of the week is. We're going to go outside and we're going to do that in nature. We're going to get some fresh air, not overstress ourselves, but get the blood flowing. That is going to help you feel better sooner. These are all the things where we start looking at this. Notice that none, nowhere in here am I talking about the importance of 
watching Netflix shows or binge watching CNN or constantly updating Twitter. There's nothing positive there for you. There is that is the only way to guarantee that you will come out of this worse off than you went into it. And I think there's a few shames that I think are going to come of this. And I've already seen this highlighted in the American way of life. And I think what's going to punish us more than anything over this cycle is our mentality. It goes back to the base of the pyramid. What is your mentality going into this? If we think about it more like a war, if we think about it as we have a foreign invader, yeah, certainly, you know, just take Russia. It's always in the movies. Take like your Red Dawn. Sure, we can lock ourselves in our houses and we can and we can just hope and pray for the best and we can be passive. And I do think that there are certain people that absolutely need to do that, especially given that Red Dawn scenario. It's like, you know, if you're not a, a fighter, you know, if you're not, you know, that... If that's not in your repertoire, if you're not a leader, if you're not confident, you know, if you can't fire a gun or you're a conscientious objector or whatever, that's fine. But then you need to start thinking about, okay, I can give blood. I can make food. I can make, you know, clothes for soldiers. I can house and, you know, I can be a medic, can save lives. And. There's a bunch of different things and approaches that we can take to that. And I think it's the same mindset and mentality that we need to have now. If we look at this as, you know, our generation's great depression, our generation's great war and some of these things, which it might be. We want to tell the story of coming out of it where we did something. We got involved, we engaged, we helped. We were there. And we came out of it, we put ourselves in the best opportunity for us to come out of it and immediately jump into fire and action as soon as it's done or as soon as we start beating it. And our society can come out of it stronger and better. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going to put that in the hands of politicians, of presidents and governors and all these things, regardless of what your thoughts are, you can sit there and you can wait and you can believe that they are going to take the best interest in heart and all these other things. Sure. Believe it. At the end of the day, in a Red Dawn scenario or in this scenario, however you want to look at it, at the end of the day, it's your community and it's your household. You're the one who has to protect it. You're the one who has to take the action to develop in and out of it. And so what I implore you guys is as you start looking at this time, as you start looking at the next couple of days and weeks, things will get worse. You'll be tempted by the opportunities to take the assuredity, the comfort of laying on your couch, watching movies, you know, skipping workouts, not eating healthy. And I implore you to to ask the question of yourself of, is that who I want to be? Is this how I, is this what it is? Is this how I react? There's so many people that ask that question, you know, is this all life is? And you cannot be faced and confronted with things that are scary, that are world changing, community changing, life changing for people. And just go into comfort mode. You can't. I hope you guys don't. 
So as we start getting to this time, it's an excellent time. It's an opportunity for us to prove our mentality, to prove our focus, to see what we're really made of here. To see, are we the type of people who, where workout is working out is actually a way of life for us? Because if it is, you'll get up, you'll open up your email, you'll pop outside, you'll record whatever your workout is for the day. You'll post it out for other people to see that that's what you do. That's what healthy people do. Post it, show them. Show them the importance of getting up and getting out in the sunlight and doing a workout. When everybody else is locked indoors, they've got cabin fever, they become more susceptible to an infection if they don't get sunlight, if they don't exercise, if they don't work their brain. That's the facts. So take take a video of it. Show it. Show them this is what I'm doing. Here's how I'm handling it. Here's how the healthy handle it. Here's what I did today. I prep my food. Here's what I'm eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's post one or post two. Post three, here's what I did for my workout today. I invite you guys to join along. Let me know what you did today. Here's post four. I went out and gave blood. If you guys are healthy, please make sure that you donate. Here's post five. I prepped food here and you know I started making smoothies and shakes to bring out to our senior centers or to my parents. Here's post six. You know, I invited all of the, I have, I have six friends who are nurses and nurse practitioners and doctors who have been running 24 hour shifts for days on end. I brought their family some food and I watched their kids for a couple hours. That type of stuff is what we need to start seeing. That's who we need to start being. That's who we are, and that's what this podcast is about. And if you're listening to this, and your thought process or your mentality has been at all towards the comfort zone, recognize that. Recognize the weakness in that. And make sure that you do your part to be the strongest household, to be the strongest person, to be a leader in our community, to be somebody who, when they're sick, they do the right things. They wash their hands. They isolate. They take care of themselves effectively. And you do the right things when you're out in public. You wipe things down. You clean them up. You wash your hands. You're responsible in that regard. And then if you are healthy, if you have beat it, or if you haven't contracted it, make sure you still take those same steps. Still practice really good hygiene for the others. But then start getting yourself involved. Be engaged. Even if it's just in your own personal journey and sharing that with others, you might just impact somebody positively who is going into a really bad depressive state, who is backsliding and falling apart in the middle of the stress, in the middle of the turmoil. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to lose their jobs. There's going to be a lot of people who are struggling for food, for daycare, for some of these things, not knowing how to pay rent. There's going to be a bunch of things like that. And we as a community get to decide how we're going to help those people, what our actions are going to be. It's going to be tough. But I know that I want to wake up, you know, 30, 40 years from now, whatever, telling my kids, you know, the next time or if they face a pandemic that's similar. 
I want to tell them the action steps that we took, how aggressive we were in our action, the things that we learned, the things we knew we could do better, the mentality and mindset breakdowns we had. I want to be able to pull up the YouTube videos of the workouts that we did, be able to show them the books that we read, you know, video and and keep the, the book club chats that we're going to do. Just the discussions that were going on. Share those with your kids. How cool is that going to be in the future? So they can learn from the history, like your history, not just our history, not just the global history that's put in textbooks and stuff. So this is our, our thought process for today is every single thing over the next you know few weeks, you're going to have a decision to make. And it's going to be a decision that's either best for the community or it's not. It's what's best for you and your family or it's not. And the collective decisions that we make are going to define how much, you know, this time, this next few weeks, this pandemic, how much it defines us. And when you guys start diving deep into, you know, who you want to be as a person, where you want to go, what you want your values to be, As I've told you in the past, and there's a podcast, maybe, man, I'm going to guess somewhere around episode 60. And, you know, it talks about how, you know, when times are good, that's when you got to start to build the habits because they're going to be truly tested when times are bad. And, you know, I I forget what context I was in around that. I'm sure in, in hindsight, the problems were minuscule. And, you know, it's the same thing as is true for our business. You know, we we've operated in 10 years of business, which has been almost perfectly aligned with with a bull market, with the great economy and, um, you know, positive growth and all of these things. And now we're going to start to face a test. It's going to test our values. It's going to test our systems. It's going to test our habits. It's going to test who we actually are. Because it's easy when times are good. It's easy to prep food when food is available all the time and you have free reign to go out and about and do whatever you want. It's easy. It's easy to make workouts when the gym is just open all the time, no matter what. And you can go and have this great environment and you have coaches who motivate you and programming that's there for you and it's all done. It's easy. And we like to make it think and we like like, we like to think and we like to make it seem like that stuff's hard. And it's not. And now we're going to get to actually see some hard. We're going to get to actually test our metal a little bit. We're going to actually see who you really are. And the obstacle is the way. You know, for that, I'm thankful for this opportunity. I know it sounds crazy to say. But we have to be challenged. And on the other side of challenge is improvement. And you can already tell that our society, our government, our community is going to have a different response coming out of this. It's going to be more prepared. We're going to learn from this and we're going to be better on the other end. And how much better you are and how much better your household is and how much better your community is. Well, that's what you affect. And that's who you get the choice to be over this next little bit. 
is somebody who, if we chart, you know, the, the stock market's plummeting, right? If everybody else is trending down during this time, they're getting a little lazier, they're getting a little bit less done, they're not as motivated, they're getting more out of shape, they're eating worse, their depression is growing, they're stuck inside. If they're trending downwards, how can we stay even? How can we go up? How can we make sure that when this stuff breaks, we are already running when everyone else is just getting up off the couch? Love you guys. I'm going to try to keep doing podcasts more and more if we start spending more and more time inside. Uh, so you guys have stuff to listen to, have stuff to engage with. And then obviously over this next little bit, we got a bunch of really fun stuff planned and programmed for friendship. And it's going to keep things, you know, super upbeat. Uh, because optimism and positivity and, you know, all that stuff is it helps your immune system, you know, stressing, being negative, being lazy hurts your immune system. So why would you even do that right now? Don't do it. Don't engage with it. Get off negative sources. Great time to get off social media entirely. Great time to delete your Netflix account and buy some books instead. Love you guys. Let's have a great week this week, a great weekend this weekend. And uh, let's start, you know, prepping. Let's start prepping mentally. Let's start prepping physically. And let's start uh, getting ready to beat this thing. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.